Hello everybody and welcome to the History Voyager. My name is Benjamin Kitchings and this is a very interesting podcast. It is one of these podcasts I do with intellectual property creators. They are a film production company called Wolf Brothers Cinema out of Bucharest, which we had a very fascinating talk just now. It's shorter than my other podcast because they were under some time constraints, but I'm sure they are going to come back. As always, I'm having a great day, and I hope you are too. This was such an interesting um, podcast. It was, I think it was emblematic very much of the time we live in because these are independent creators, and um, they were very nice, very warm, very friendly, as are a lot of my guests, mainly most of them. Um, but anyway... Um, why don't you give them a look? Uh, I'm going to leave the link below in the description. Uh, they take credit cards and PayPal. Uh, PayPal is, um, other than Bitcoin, is one of the safest ways to transact on the Internet. So anyway, thank you and have a lovely day. And this will be the show right after this. Hello, this is Ben Kitchings of the History Voyager, and I'm here with Mihai and Wolf. And we are going to have a fascinating conversation about, uh, why don't you guys get it, get it started? Hello, hello. I, I'm Wolf. Uh, I'm a filmmaker and a music composer and a scriptwriter. Uh, and I work for Wolf Brothers Cinema, our company. Oh, okay. I'm I'm Mihai, uh, the co-founder of Wood Brothers Cinema and prop maker for our films and uh, part-time streamer nowadays. What kind of films do you guys make? All kinds of films. Uh, right now, we're focusing on uh, a steampunk post-apocalyptic adventure uh, and a survival horror series. Well, a, a horror series. Uh, uh, based on Lovecraftian uh, tales. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, you wanted to come on my show to talk about your uh, intellectual property and uh, things like yeah. that. We, yeah, we wanted to, to share with you and, uh, and the audience listening um, and talk about our Lovecraftian film, Some Are Silent. Um, we are also having a giveaway <laughs> on uh, on our Twitch channel, um, twitch.tv slash wolfbrotherscinema. Uh, but we're here to talk more about what this uh, this film is all about. Okay, what's the film about? Um, well, bro, if you if you want to also pitch in. Um, we we made this film as let's say um, an homage to to the Lovecraftian universe, to uh, the works of H.P. Lovecraft and the mythos he created, but bringing it into the the modern world, bringing it into a, a different light. Let's say we are yeah. fans of his works, of the way he tells a story, the way he. Uh, interprets uh, various scenes and portrays various characters and we figured that it would be interesting to bring uh, his way of thinking into the present day and see what we can adapt 
to the stories that he created mm. and what we, we, can we bring from the stories themselves into our present times. What, uh, the, spe yeah, what specifically, I'm sorry, what specifically about Lovecraft did you like to, did you think modern folks could relate to? The, the atmosphere uh, is timeless. The, the horror ideas uh, are absolutely impeccable, uh, no it's, matter what kind of, uh, what, what generation encounters them. And uh, they the are absolutely delightful. Yeah, the mystery of the unknown is always uh, intriguing. You always feel drawn to the things you don't know and want to find out about. And uh, that's where the horror aspect comes in. There's always certain things that you might be afraid of, you know, in the dark, as they say. Yeah, I mean, I certainly remember. I mean, I've, I've seen horror movies, and I, I don't know if you remember the Blair Witch Project. Um, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have, I'm of the opinion that that was super scary, <laughs> but it was really scary on the way home. It wasn't <laughs> scary at the time. Mm -hmm. Yes. But I remember, yeah, I remember I had just moved and I, I slept in my new house and there were all these unfamiliar sounds that were just sc scary, you know, ter brought it home to me. Really scary. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Films like that can have an, an impact uh, on, on the audience, and uh, we, we think our film uh, is not necessarily focused on the scary aspect of things, but rather a, a general feeling of dread that our characters must learn to overcome. Uh, the story doesn't follow the, the typical steps that you would find during uh, a regular tale. Mm -hmm a regular Lovecraftian tale, but rather it grabs elements from a Lovecraftian tale and, and entwines them, intertwines them in, in ways that are surprising to the audience. Uh, the story right now follows um, two main characters, uh, one of them being a detective, that is a classic trope to follow, uh, and he's trying to solve a case uh, while the other is a regular person, apparently, at first, uh, who the case is affecting her life, and they are trying to work together to solve it. Hmm. What do you... Uh, what, what language is the film in, first of all? English. 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 We, our films are all in English and have multiple wow. subtitles in various languages. Excellent. And uh, is this... Are, are you trying for a theatrical release or are you trying for uh, more uh, a streaming release, that kind of thing? Uh, none, actually. We have, we have a special way of releasing our films. First of all, we are sending them to film festivals and the Lovecraftian oh. project is uh, the first episode of a, of a six-episode series, short series, uh, and it has already received uh, numerous awards. Uh, including best cinematography, best director, best soundtrack, uh, and best horror film, uh, we are okay. very happy about that. In uh, re including in Canada, I think in India, all wow. over the world. Uh, so uh, it's, it's it is available uh, right now. Like it is finished, it's launched on mm -hmm. our site for anyone to to uh, down to purchase and download. Uh, 
it's worldbrothercinema.com. Ah. It's it's like a digital download. Yeah, you can go like just like you go to netflix.com, you can go to worldbrothercinema.com, but instead of streaming the film, you actually get to save it on your hard drive. We believe that it's important for people to decide how, when, and where to watch the films, even if they lose internet connection, they can have it on their mobile phones, on their tablets, yeah. on their TV. And I'll I'll leave the link below in the description. There's good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Very very kind. No, yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, and I'm I'm also gonna eventually get back to redoing my website, and I'll put it there too. Um, so what what are some of your influences as far as cinema, as far as movies, that sort of thing? Uh, in general, or when it comes to horror. Let's go with horror. Let's go with horror movies. Uh, one of my favorite films was The Others, starring Nicole Kidman. Uh, and I'm trying not to spoil anything related to the film itself, because if you haven't watched it, you should go and watch it. It's really good. Uh, I love the idea of creating suspense and creating drama by showing less by not jumping out at the audience, but rather letting the audience come to you in a specific way, you know, following certain breadcrumbs that you put along the way. Uh, and that has made a major impact uh, when it comes to our cinematography and the way we think the stories for our films, the stories that we write. I remember, As the for me, I remember seeing it for the first time. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a very beautiful film and very well paced. Um, as for me, I would say that uh, actually Mama, directed by Guillermo del Toro in 2013, was uh, would be my favorite uh, thriller horror film. Uh, again, due to the pace and the atmosphere and the acting, like the kids in that film were amazing, amazing, amazing. Mama, I know I've seen that movie. Let me. Let me just Google it real quick. Sure thing. Uh, while you do the, that, Jessica we can Chastain? also uh, talk about uh, the soundtrack influences. I'm a big fan of the survivor horror genre. Uh, and uh, when it comes to gaming, Silent Hill uh, was definitely uh, a series that has left its impact uh, on my creative abilities. So the, the soundtrack... And the sound design was made by Akira Yamaoka. Uh, and he's absolutely brilliant with a guitar, with a piano. And you'll find uh, those instruments and that style of music uh, throughout our uh, creations as well. We've had a lot of um, inspiration from, from Silent Hill, from uh, the atmosphere and the music from the games. For I would imagine... Practical. Yeah, I would imagine because games are, they're they're everywhere now. I mean, they are pop culture essentially. Yes, indeed. Yes, I would I would imagine. Um, what are your other non like uh, non horror movie influences? Well, when, when we started working, for example, on Cities in the Air, which is our steampunk post-apocalyptic series. Uh, we wanted to, to bring uh, new ideas to the screen. We wanted to grab uh, various uh, elements that we've seen in other films and 
that we've read in, in different books and bring them together in a different way. Uh, so, for instance, um, we always wanted to go big with our uh, productions and we're both big fans of Lord of the Rings and the miniatures and the way they filmed scale in those movies uh, have all has always fascinated us so we're trying to bring that into cities in the air in, in a way that people will will really enjoy um it's quite the journey in cities in the air and we've um spaced it out in 12 episodes uh, the first one being already launched and uh, you get to see the two main characters. Um, one, a Vegas-like card dealer, you know, you know, and um, the other one, a army man. Mm. And how they interact is um, is very, very interesting. It's a story very about humanity, about friendship, about survival. Uh, but it's rather lighthearted, so we usually don't go for very heavy subjects. We want movies to be entertaining and fun and to focus on that, because if we wanted to make you cry, we, we'd all go and watch uh, <laughs> sad movies together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me ask, because you're filmmakers, and it, it occurred to me, um, one of my favorite uh, things to talk about now with... Uh, future movies dealing with the plague or dealing with pay plagues or pandemics or uh, the current global events thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is okay. How do you think pandemics are going to be dealt with in future movies about plagues, pandemics, post-apocalyptic stuff, etc.? Well, one of the interesting things about films in general is that they present uh, a fantasy. They present uh, reality through the eyes of someone that romanticizes that reality, whether it, it does so positively or negatively, melancholically or in a happy way. So when movies will portray uh, such uh, global events in the future, uh, I think they will try to rely on the reality of our present day for reference, but at the same time, they'll still go towards a fantasy setting. So like if you have some negative event in the present day, they will probably tend to exaggerate it a little bit for cinematic impact, which is okay. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. Yeah, um, they've, they've done it for many films like... Um, as as we previously said, um, uh, illnesses or like war times or like mm, the past world wars and stuff like that. So like mm -hmm. it's going to be um, romanticized, just like my brother said. Which which is perfectly okay. As for documentaries that want to show the real life situation, those will also have a little bit of fantasy in them. Because as, as difficult as these days are and people are dying and it's, it's a very difficult scenario on a global scale, um, ultimately, as a filmmaker, your duty is to bring entertainment to people. So there might be slight exaggerations or slight alterations for the benefit of the entertainment experience. Mm -hmm. All, all storytellers want to um, embellish certain aspects to captivate the audience, and that's 
kind of what uh, what the the director and the scriptwriter have to do together to to captivate the audience. Mm-hmm. So I'm of the opinion that, um, of course, I mean I I talk to folks. I I have COVID nineteen episodes. And I talk to people all over the world that have dealt with this disease in one way or the other. And the thing I've noticed is a lot of people, you know, there there are just a lot of people that are hurting that have either economically or health-wise or whatever. And I'm of the opinion that People, let me let me run this by you. I'm of the opinion that people are going to want lighthearted stuff, or we're all going to be like experts in post-apocalyptic movies. Like we're all going to be like, oh, you have to have this or that. Like you have to have a, a toilet paper, a scene where they go get toilet paper and there's no toilet paper or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> something like that. When it comes to the negative emotional impact that mm. uh, the current global situation uh, has uh, applied upon us, uh, we, we will probably do make movies uh, exactly as you say in, in a lighthearted way just to uh, combat that effect. Uh, mm. But at the same time, people will still want to be able to express the fact that they were here during the pandemic. They will want to tell their children and grandchildren, look, this is what I went through. So movies regarding our present day made in the future will probably be uh, very, um, how to put this, very informed on the situation itself. So far up to this point, it was all fantasy. How would people react? Would there be riots? Would there be people against certain people? And so on and so forth. Now we are actually living this scenario. So future films will have a, a very resourceful pool of information, historical pool of information from which we can they can draw their inspiration. Yeah. I would I would agree with that. Um so your your movie uh your Lovecraftian tale what was the impetus uh for the tale what what inspired you to create this movie? Uh it it mostly came from two different angles. Um our main actress in the film uh played by Wana Berbeck um, she's brilliant. She, she's she's fantastic. She is a soprano, and we've worked with her in the past. She's absolutely brilliant, and um, one she she returned in the country and messaged us and said, "Like, hey boys, I'm back. Uh, I would like to film something with you. I don't know, something actiony, something interesting. Put me in a role, but uh, you only have a month because then I'll head out of state and out of the out of." Uh, the country and like uh, yeah good luck (laughs) and we were like okay and we started writing the script we planned filming everything on fast forward that was uh, that was one big aspect we really love working with Juana and uh, the fact that she kind of gave us a little bit of a challenge with this was awesome we love challenges like these so yeah it's mostly thanks to her that the idea took off like that we always wanted to do um 
Lovecraftian tale of some sort, and the things and the elements just came together nicely, including the actors. Uh, Radu M. Uh, Andrei is also the, the other lead, and he's also super good, and he was so kind, so patient with us, filming everything, organizing everything with us. He was both in front and behind the camera sometimes, working yeah. alongside us on set to, to prepare the lights, the camera, the microphone. Absolutely uh, brilliant. We're a close team of friends. Even though we are officially a, a film production company, all papers are in order. We have lawyers and accountants and everything. But, but deep down there, yeah. we're, we're just a bunch of friends wanting to, to make stories together. That's so cool um that's that's so cool how how long how did this shoot differ from previous shoots was there more time in the other shoots and less time in this one or or, or what yeah we it had was a, less time yeah it, it, it was a total of um eight 12, days eight days eight days oh yeah yeah, yeah eight days uh because we filmed um uh, both weeks uh, both weekend days uh, for a month, so um, mm. yeah, eight days. No, wait, was it eight or twelve, bro? I keep forgetting that. No, no, no. It was eight days. We we just that we, we we had we had pre-production, production, and post-production all jumbled up together. So when right. you come to the organization part of things, it was a little bit of a blur, but we managed <laughs> to swim through it and uh, reach the other side uh, safely. But wow. physically, it was eight days. I have yeah. eight folders named day one, day two, date eight. With right, because we had to write the script and polish it. Uh, we have this rule of working uh, on the same script several times, like uh, draft one, draft two, draft three. Um, and we did that in the first week. I remember that now. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. It, and it was quite, quite the challenge, uh, especially with finding locations. But uh, we, we managed, you know, once, once you have the script done and you can split it into scenes and everything, yes, it becomes challenging, but it's mostly like organization-wise uh, where you need to, to focus your energy. Okay, um, you can't see me, but I am nodding. Um, <laughs> we are also nodding. Yes. Everyone is nodding. The audience Everyone. is nodding as well, I'm sure. Uh, they will nod later. They, they're not nodding now. There's no <laughs> audience now. They'll nod when I put it out. But um, let me ask. Um, did you like shooting in the eight-day schedule, or, or do you like more of a, uh, a breathe, more, more of a time? It really depends on the project itself. Uh, the Lovecraftian project, Some Are Silent, uh, took eight days because it needed those eight days. Uh, you have well, we had the actress those days. Like, like we had to speed everything up so we actually had the actors and everything ready um, and everything filmed, even extra takes or whatever we had to do. Uh, even though we are independent and we um, invest our budget as much as we can into the quality of our films, there are certain natural elements which you have to kind of dance around in order to, to get a good result. Like uh, the simple fact that, you know, hair grows. So our actress had to uh, make sure that her hair is a certain length for all those scenes. You know, you it's unbelievable how much hair can grow in a week and it makes a difference, <laughs> including for the, the male actors, you know, stubble and everything. Light, things like that. Light, weather, 
Indeed, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had several uh, scenes filmed outside, so automatically, if in one particular moment in the story it was daytime and we had to film in a different location, but it was raining outside, we couldn't because it wouldn't have made sense in the story, in the narrative. Yeah, we had moments when there there was really really cold weather, and at the end of the shoot, instead of sending everyone home, we called them over to the studio, and we all went there. And Mihai made uh, hot chocolate for everyone, or tea, I don't yeah. remember. And we just sat there, and we were very happy, sharing stories and stuff. Well, cool, cool. Um, so what's I mean, what would you like this movie to? Where would you like this movie to go? I guess. Where would you like it to, to go to, sto- story wise, or you know, the legacy of this movie? Where would you like that legacy to? to our go? our films are focused on adjacent learning. So basically, you are watching a film, but you're also learning about various things that help you in day-to-day life just because the characters are running from a, an invisible force doesn't mean that you cannot apply that situation of stress of upsetness of uh, anger to your own life and learn how to navigate those difficult moments in a positive mm-hmm. way and we're very focused on positivity so mm-hmm. when it comes to the story of some are silent for example we just want to make sure that the message is being picked up by people who really need uh, to hear those words in their lives words of hope of uh, navigating through various challenges uh, it's, we, it's, we've it's created time for we've everyone. created these characters um as people as people you can actually meet or you yourself are like that and their struggles they feel like like the viewer struggles and how they overcome them is what we want to to offer the audience as well that empowerment to to overcome certain challenges to look at life in a different way in a positive way we would really like summer silent to touch people and inspire them to to live a good life and and that's at least my my opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um. Wow. Um. So. So you would like the people to be educated and from your films. So what about um? Have you ever seen Jaws? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah, assuming yeah, you have. Of course. Um. Mm-hmm. Are you aware of how in Jaws, like the the dread and like the delayed the shark, how the shark was delayed, mm-hmm. um, that ended up being a masterclass in horror. Without, <laughs> yes. accidentally, as it turned out, it was a masterclass in horror. Um, what would be your masterclass in horror? Like, what would a movie be that would be your masterclass in the horror genre? Reminding people what's really important in life by showing people who are losing those important things, those important elements. Okay. Okay, yeah. That's interesting. Um, but also it's important to show them how to get them back you know and, <laughs> yeah um, 
we're also we, we're focused on positivity on on positive endings that's good it's good um i think uh, america is known for our happy endings in film uh, at least we used to be if we still are mm. but uh used to be um well you guys said you had 30 minutes yes sir around that yeah anything you wanted to add we we are very grateful and thank you very much for inviting you us to our this lovely podcast uh you are a great host thank you kindly for all thank your you for having questions us. yes was, yes it was your, lovely your questions were rather challenging and a little bit unique <laughs> compared to other questions we are getting usually so oh. we we really enjoyed ourselves if uh, you want if you want other questions you can always go come back <laughs> <laughs> we're we'd be glad to we have a lot of projects coming i'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about in the future yeah um why don't you just i'm and again if you could just send me a a link um or in the chat just send me the links and i'll put them in the description but just verbally if you could just tell people where to go Sure, brother mine, please send the gentleman a link while I tell people to go to wolfbrotherscinema.com and uh, check our movies there. Have fun. You can send us a message, get in touch, and genuinely just explore and relax. This is what it's all about. Do you take, Who knows? Uh, Maybe it's your kind of fun. Do you take uh, credit cards, PayPal? Uh, yeah, credit cards, PayPal, uh, we use Stripe, we use PayPal, everything is secure, we are GDPR compliant, everything's nice and proper, as it should yeah. be. It's, it's like a regular store. If, if you bought something off Amazon, you're going to have no problem with our site. Okay. Um, okay, I see, real quick, I see the link to the Wolf Brothers uh, site for the show, but... Could you send me a link to the website itself? Oh, of course. Yeah. And what about your social media? Do you have any social media? Well, if people Google us, Wolf Brothers Cinema, they'll, def they'll definitely find uh, our, uh, our social media. But how about I just send you a link here just to make sure. Oh, all right. Also, I mean, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, you can find a lot of our uh, comedy sketches if you're interested in uh, in a bit of comedy on YouTube uh, with the same name, Wolf Brothers Cinema. And there we also announce all our movie trailers and up-to-date videos and okay. things like that. Yeah, send me the send me the YouTube links too. And um, mm -hmm. what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to... I'm literally just going to uh, pull this down and... Just put it right onto the website. All right. Thank you kindly. Uh, Much appreciated. Is, thank you. Thank you. This has been uh, Ben Kitchings of the History Voyager, and these guys are under a time constraint, so we're going to cut it short. But uh, have a nice day. And uh, all right, fellas, if you just stay on the line with me. Yes, of course. Right. Of course. Thank you so much for having us. All thank right. you kindly. Okay.